second string podcast, baby. It's opening day. Woo! Yeah! Baseball! Opening day! Peanuts! Take me out to the ball game. I'm not excited. That was a lie. I'm not excited. Why Why the fuck would I be excited? Why would anybody who's a Tigers fan be excited? It's opening day, 2021, and for like the third, fourth, fifth straight year, it's opening day and it's lambs to the slaughter or sheep to the slaughter, whatever the analogy is. It's opening day and there's nothing to be excited for except for like, oh, Oh, we might get the first overall pick again this year. Whoa. Woohoo. Yay. Somehow, for the fifth straight year, it's opening day and the Tigers might be the best team in the league or the worst team in the league. Yay. Beer and baseball and peanuts. And your lips are going to get so salty from the peanuts that they're going to start to hurt. So bring chapstick, like, that's what, the, that's what the Tigers are now. You can't even enjoy the peanuts. It's like you're eating peanuts, except you don't get any of the eating part. It's just the feeling of your lips being way too salty and, like, burning and chapped once you're done eating them. That's what opening day now is like as a Tigers fan. None of the peanuts, just the after effects. Just the after effects. Just chapped lips. My face fucking hurts. I didn't bring chapstick to the ball game because why the hell would I do that? But it's opening day. Woohoo. Ah, here we go again. Um, we're back. The Tigers are back. It's weird. I feel like baseball season was not that long ago, even though it was. I, it feels like yesterday time is flying. It feels like yesterday when I was just sitting at home during quarantine watching the t- Believe it or not, watching these Tigers that I'm absolutely ripping apart as we speak does not feel that long ago. It's kind of crazy that the season's starting once again. But I wish I could come on here and be like, man, oh man, I can't wait to watch 100 Tigers games this year. I can't wait to see maybe they make a little playoff push. Maybe they make things interesting. Oh, I can't even say let's see if these prospects can, can cut it in the bigs. Because none of them are going to be playing anyway. We get to go watch a bunch of washed up old dudes and then like Tariq Skubal and Casey Mize lose 100 games. Yay! It's opening day, guys. Skip work, skip school. Oh, take your kids to the ball game. It's opening day. Oh, we get to lose 100 more games this year. Yay, this is so fucking fun. This is so fun. We get to lose 100 games. Yay. Oh, my God, man. I don't know. Like, literally, what is there to be excited about? The only things to be excited about, Tariq Skubal and Casey Mize are really it. And Casey Mize has been getting murdered in spring training. I know it's not spring training. And don't I don't want you to think that I'm one of those people because there are plenty of them on Twitter. Losers who are like, oh, man, Casey Mize is a bust. Oh, this stinks. We're going to be bad forever. I'm not out on Casey Mize, but it's one thing to be coming into the season if he was throwing no hitters left and right and had a one ERA. But it's another thing when I flip through Twitter and it's like Casey Mize, two and a third inning pitch, seven earned runs. Like, oh, so I can't even really be excited about the number one prospect. 
like my my bar for excitement from Casey Mize has gone from, oh, I can't wait to watch his starts, see if he can put together six, seven-inning performance, keep the earned runs low. No, the bar now is like, all right, well, let's see if he can turn in a few, like, four or five-inning outings and keep it under three, which is not very good and certainly not very good for the number one overall pick. Scooball and Mize, that's all we have to look forward to. Other than that, it's like, it's like the Red Wings, a bunch of guys where they're not going to be here in two years. They're, I don't even, to be totally honest, know why they're here right now. <laughs> bunch of guys that aren't very good. Bunch of guys where it's like no one really wants them. So I guess Detroit will take them. It's another year of let's lose 100 games. I mean, there's, there's, this might be the flattest I could possibly be going into any, going into any of the four team seasons. The Red Wings, we knew it would be bad, but at least the Red Wings, A, hockey's a little more fun to watch even if your team's bad for me. B, at least hockey, we got Larkin, Mantha, Bertuzzi, who I guess not really because he's played like 10 games. Zadina. Like, there's a few guys. Baseball, it's it's Scooble and Mize, and those guys play once every five games. Like, that's it. That's what I'm. That's what I have to get excited about. That's why, oh, opening day. That's why we have the big party downtown. Like, do the the Chicago White Sox are going to outscore the Tigers by 500 runs in however, whatever, they play like 20-something games. They're going to outscore us by 500. That's not even an exaggeration. That's just, that's just a fact. They are going to outscore us by 500 runs. Yay, it's opening day. Woohoo. We get to be assassinated in cold blood with our permission by the Chicago White Sox 20 times. Yay. I'm so excited for that. Oh, man. I mean, like, the, the other shitty thing about it, like, what do we want to talk about? Scooball, I'm excited to see. He looks kind of promising. And Mize, too. I mean, I'm excited to watch Mize. Those are going to be the only times I'm like, oh, I want to watch the Tigers tonight just because I want to see – these prospects still young. I want to see what they can do, what they look like. Like, are they going to be a part of the Tigers becoming good again? But other than that, what is there? What's drawing me to the game? Thirty-six-year-old Miguel Cabrera or whatever he is. Don't get me wrong, legend of the game, maybe the best right-handed hitter of all time in his prime. But Miggy's not very good anymore. Love the guy, drunk Miggy, all-time Twitter account. He's a clown. He has some good moments, like the. Uh, the one where he like gives the guy a nuggie when he goes for the foul ball. All right, that's kind of funny. That's kind of good, I guess. But like he can't hit a baseball, so I mean that sucks. Candelario, I guess, is kind of exciting. But like baseball, you you can't just have one good guy in the lineup, and it's like oh now the team's fun. It's not the NBA. You don't get LeBron and go from dog shit to a contender, like. What is it that what is it that there's to be excited about with the Tigers this year? Honestly. And that's the thing that frustrates me the most too is it's not, we're not even going to watch Torque or Riley Green or any of these pros like at least let me lose with the guys of the future. At, le- at least let me lose with a guy who was breaking Barry Bonds' records at Arizona State. <laughs> Fucking at least do the decency of letting me get my ass beat with him in the lineup. No. 
He's going to be hanging out in Erie. I don't even know where that is. Or Toledo doing stuff that nobody cares about while the Tigers are getting spanked every night. At least it's the same shit with the Red Wings. All our prospects are just going to church in Sweden this year. At least let me lose with the young guys. Would I rather lose with a bunch of 30-year-old washed-up bums who won't be on the team in two years? Or would I rather lose with some exciting prospects who, when they do cool shit, I'll be like, oh, my God. I get to watch this for the next 10 years? I'd rather lose with the guys who, who detail the future and, like, get me excited. If Miguel Cabrera hits a home run this year, I'll be like, okay, that's cool. It's the first time Spencer Torkelson hits a ding-bomb, torque-bomb at Comerica, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be like one of the most exciting home runs I've seen in the last five years. Yay, opening day, woohoo. And that's the other sad part. It's not even like, oh, you know, this isn't going to be the Tigers' year, but at least they'll be a little frisky. It's like fucking beans from kicking and screaming. Like, no, we're going to get killed, and it's going to be really bad. Will Farrell's like, are you sure you don't want to play? He's like, no, we're going to get destroyed out there. It's like, oh, you don't know that. He's like, yeah, I do. It's going to be terrible. Like, that's how the Tigers are. It's not like, oh, maybe we'll go 500, like, you know, surprise some people. Like, no, we're going to lose 100 games, and it's going to be really bad. Like, I know it's going to be really bad. It's just a fact. We're going to get our asses whooped a lot. And we don't have any redeeming qualities about the team. At least the Red Wings, they stink this year too. What else is new? At least Zadina's like pretty good. Larkin looks good. Like when you watch the games, sure, like last night, they got their ass kicked 4-1 by the Panthers. Zadina had an absolute ripper on a great pass from Larkin. You watch that and you're like, okay, boom. There's some redeeming quality at least. Sure, they lost. Sure, they were out of the game 10 minutes into the first period. That all may be true. At least there was some redeeming quality. At least I got to see one of the cornerstone prospects of the future absolutely rip one where mama keeps the cookie jar. At least I got to see that. Like, that makes it worth it. Tigers, it's like, oh, Miguel Cabrera had a single. That means nothing because guess what? He probably got stranded and struck out his other three at-bats. Like, Oh, man, I miss the days. I miss the days, not only opening day, I miss the days where a Detroit team season was starting, and I felt anything about them. Not like, oh, man, is this the year we're going to win it all? Not, oh, oh, we got a good shot this year. Not even, not even we're going to make the plus. I miss the days where it was like, oh, shit. Like, we might be all right this year. We might win a few games we're not supposed to. Like, that's not even in the question. It's so depressing. Every fucking team in this city, too. Every team, bro. Like, if you, right now, who's the most, for their next season, who am I most excited for the season? The Lions? And the Lions are going to suck? The Red Wings, maybe, just because finally... Finally, after five years of a rebuild, we might see some of the young guys finally. And guess what? They're going to suck. Like, what is there to be excited about with the Tigers? What is there to be excited about? 
at least do me the decency of letting me lose with Torque and Riley Green and some of those guys. Parker Meadows, or is it Parker Meadows? I think so. At least do me the decency of... Let me let me watch Spencer Torkelson strike out three times, but the off chance he hits a home run. Give me that decency. That's the least you could do. I sat through five goddamn years of being terrible. That's the least you could do. Even if it's not going to happen, it's like a kid with Santa Claus in the Easter Bunny. At least preserve my memory and my imagination of, oh, it might, though. Like, something good might happen. Even I know, deep down, I know. I know it's not going to happen. Nothing good's going to happen. We're going to lose 10 to 2, and Torkelson's going to strike out three times. But at least give me the decency of, like, don't tell me Santa is just dad putting the toys under the tree in the middle of the night. At least let me believe for a second Torque might do something cool. At least let me get out my wicker basket and run around the yard and collect some eggs that some human-sized bunny hopped around and laid. At least give me the decency. It's it's so depressing. Like I'm sitting here thinking, like, what else? Like, what else is there to say about the Tigers? Honestly, what else is there to say about the Tigers? The pitching staff, like Mize, the only way this season becomes fun. Because listen, there's no way this season becomes successful in terms of keeping it close or keeping it interesting or making a playoff run. That doesn't exist this year. That will not happen. The only way this season becomes fun and it's like, ooh, the Tigers, oh, this is kind of nice. Like, I don't – this isn't so bad. The only way that scenario arises is if Casey Mize and Tariq Skubal start – like, more nights than not, they turn in quality starts. And you can turn it on, you can watch, and you can say, all right, Skubal's pitching tonight. We'll have a chance. He's probably going to pitch well, and I'm going to get to see this guy, however old he is, early 20s, fucking deal a little bit. I'm going to see what he's working with. Even last year, my struggled, but at least those nights my started, it's exactly what I was saying with Torkelson. You get the moments. Even though even those nights my struggled, which was most of them, you'd still get the every the off at bat where he hit someone with that splitter and you're like, "Oh my god. I just saw Jesus Christ in a Detroit Tigers uniform. I just saw that. I just witnessed an unhittable pitch." And then the next guy he gives up a home run to, sure. But at least you get that one moment where you're like, oh, that's the redeeming quality. You're like, oh, shit, that's why I watched the game tonight. Because I wanted to see a couple devastating Casey My splitters that you could give the dude a 60-foot bat and he wouldn't touch it. That's why I watched the game tonight. Like, that's the only way this season becomes fun. Is if Casey Mize and Tariq Skubal perform a little bit. And I'm not saying seven innings, one earned run every night. But they perform a little bit. You can kind of count on them more often than not. Obviously, they're each going to have some bad starts. That's just baseball. But you can count on them more often than not to have quality, fun-to-watch starts. Sure, they might give up a few runs, but you can count on them making a few pitches where you're like, whoa, that's fucking top tier. If they figure that out over the course of a season, three years from now, this guy's going to win a Cy Young. Like, that's that's the only way this season becomes redeemable. Unless Riley Green, who maybe get called, might get called up from what I've read, or Torkelson, who I've read, won't be called up. But unless like one of them comes up and just starts raking, that's the only way this happens. That's the only way August rolls around and 
anybody with a brain is still interested in what the Tigers game has to offer. That's the other sad thing about all these all these seasons. The Lions, I'm always going to watch every game, even though 99% of the, the times they play a fucking season, it's over by December and nothing matters. Just because there's 16, now 17 games, I'm still always going to watch every game. That's just... That's just the way the world works. But that's the other just disappointing, sad, depressing, makes you not really want to get out of bed in the morning aspect of all this. Red Wings, Pistons, Tigers. All these teams, two, certainly three months into their seasons, every fucking year, it's like, well, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't want to watch. The Lions, I don't know why I watch those games where it's like, well, we're already eliminated from the playoffs. It'd be better for us if we lost, and here I am still yelling at my television because Matt Stafford's getting Matthew Stafford's getting sawed in half because nobody knows how to block, or it's third and twelve and we're running a halfback draw. The Lions will just forever hit different in that regard, but the other three teams, it's so easy for July to roll around, and I'm just like, oh, the Tigers are on. All right, I'll let me watch. Let me watch uh, diversity training on the, the office episode for the 700th time instead. At least I won't get pissed off watching this episode I've seen a billion times. Like, let me actually just work on this Excel sheet. That sounds more enjoyable than watching the Tigers play baseball. Oh, man. It's opening day, though. Woohoo! Let's go, guys. It's opening day in Detroit. April in the D. April in the D. If you didn't think you were lucky, count those lucky stars because you get to watch the Pistons, the Red Wings, and the Tigers every night all for a month. You get to watch three of the worst teams in their respective leagues on every, any given night. Oh, baby. What did we do, do to deserve that? Oh, the Pistons are off? Why don't, why don't you come on over here and watch the third worst team in the NHL? No baseball or no basketball, no hockey. Guess what? The front runners for the first overall pick for the fourth year in a row are playing the Chicago White Sox tonight. And if everything goes according to the plan, they're going to lose by 20. Yay. April in the D. Baseball's back. The other remarkable thing to me is how is it, it's literally been my entire college career. So I started college in the fall of 2015. The Red Wings made the playoffs that year. And I think the Pistons did when LeBron just executed us in four games. That's the last time that Red Wings playoff series, last time there's been like a relevant Detroit team. 2015. I'm recording this. It's March 31st, 2021. Six years ago. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Last time there's been like a relevant team. How have the Tigers not been in the playoffs since I started college? Um, and we're still terrible. Like I get rebuilds are hard. They take time. I feel like five years, five and a half, six years into a rebuild, you should be past the hopefully we get the number one pick stage right? At least the Red Wings, it was like, okay, made the playoffs in 2015, 2016, 2016, 2017, they were still fighting. So they weren't the worst team. They missed the playoffs. And then 2017, 2018 is when they were like, all right, 
we're just going to be really bad now for a little while. Like the Red Wings, they still had a couple more years before they started the, yay, let's get the best player every year because we're that bad. The Tigers, we're going on year six of who's who's going number one because he's going to come to Detroit. We're in year six of that shit. How? How? I don't understand that in any sport. How are you vying for the first overall pick for six goddamn years? And all these guys, sure, Mize is playing, Scooble's playing, some of these guys are playing. But none of those guys are at the point yet where it's like, all right, well, at least we got at least we got this Fernando Tatis to show for it. Like, we don't have that guy. At least we got Carlos Correa out of being bad forever. We don't have that guy. We don't have those guys. We're still we're, we're still six years of the number one pick team, and we're still like, I hope I hope Casey Mize is good. Because I don't know if I want to do six more years of the number one pick. Like, it's so just like, why would why do I care? Why should I care? It's opening day, though, guys. Let's go. Let's get excited. I know you're at work. It's Thursday, almost the weekend. But it's opening day. The Tigers play during the day. Maybe turn it on in the background while you're working from home. It's opening day, guys. Like, bro. Fuck, man. I don't care. I don't care. It's opening day though, guys. I don't even I don't even know who the starter is today. Is it Mice? I don't think so. Scooble? I don't know. I, I literally have no fucking clue. Turnbull? I don't know. It's a quick break and then we're going to change up the vibe. I actually I'm going to say non non-sarcastically talk a little bit about why I'm excited baseball's back. Quick break, we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, non-sarcastically, I actually am excited. <laughs> it's funny, it's so ironic. I actually am excited, non-sarcastically, for baseball to be back a little bit because they said they're going to allow fans back. And since the Tigers will be so bad, it's funny. They're going to be like, oh, only 3,000 fans. Guys, people working for the Tigers, the marketing and sales team, I hate to break it to you. You could say open full capacity, like you're – you might not get 3,000 people anyway. I hate to be that guy. But, like, I went, the last time I went to it, the last, all the times, the last 15 times I've been to a Tigers game, it's like, do people, was this, like, scheduled two hours ago? Do people know we're playing tonight? There's just nobody at the fucking games. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, that being said, even though they're going to have a cap, it's like nobody wants to go anyway, so tickets are easy to get. Because Good or bad, which it is bad. It's really bad, actually. It's fucking awful, if we're going to be totally honest. Going to a ball game is a great time. Sure, the peanuts will chap your lips like nobody's business, sure. But I swear, when you walk downtown and it's like 75 and sunny, Comerica, too, such an underrated ballpark. That skyline, the Detroit skyline in the background of Comerica, everyone always talks about PNC and Pittsburgh um, Petco, where the Padres play, which I've been to on fucking real stadium. I love Petco. I love San Diego. Comerica does not get enough love. The skyline, watching a game at Comerica is so, so pleasant. Even though every time the Tigers are losing, and every time I'm an idiot and I'm like, no, I'm going to the game. So this time will be different. Let me bet on the Tigers. And I'm just like, well, I may as well have just burned that $20 or spent it on a beer and a half 
I'm always, it's pleasant. The grass, <laughs> the grass, so perfectly cut. I don't know how, there's a lot of cool shit humans have figured out how to do. Putting a man on the moon, the internet, fucking telephones, cell phones, like a lot of cool shit. Perhaps more impressive than all of that. How exactly do they cut grass that perfectly? How do they make a playing surface that flat? It will always own real estate in my head. How the fuck is the grass so perfectly cut? The smell too. You walk in, cinnamon roasted almonds. They should make candles. I don't know if they do. Haven't been to Bath and Body Works in quite some time. Don't know if they do, but if they don't make cinnamon roasted or cinnamon roasted almond scented candles, tongue twister season. They should. That smell is just that. That's a time and place smell. You smell that smell. I could be in the middle of Africa. I smell that smell. Close my eyes. Miguel Cabrera's whiffing on a on a pitch with the bases loaded to win the game. That's where it takes me back to. The sunlight when it's a nice evening, the sun's starting to set. It's not hot enough where you're sweating anymore, but it's just cool enough. Or maybe you throw on a light jacket and you're just posting. You got an Oberon, the summer beer, best beer ever invented in your hand. I don't know. Maybe you got a lip in because why not? You're at the ballpark. You get to look out. The sun's reflecting off the buildings in Detroit. That, that is something I can get behind. That is something I can non-sarcastically get excited for. Also, baseball games are such a great activity to do during the week. Obviously, Friday, Saturday, the plans can get a little more extravagant. You don't have to wake up and do shit the next day. You have the full day to yourself. You can go, oh, let's go up north for the weekend. Let's party. Let's do whatever. Baseball games are so great for the, hey, it's Wednesday night, middle of the week. Like, no one's going to get drunk. No, We're not going to do anything crazy. But, hey, let's go watch the Tigs. Let's go down to Detroit, watch the Tigers game. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Great during the week activity. Feels like a, feels like an event. You go get some dinner beforehand, have a couple brewskis with the friends, chopping it up, talking about the movies you've been watching, talking about, I don't know, whatever, like why your buddy's shoes look weird. I don't know. Really random thing for you to be talking about. But you're amongst friends. You're amongst good company. You're in the city. The vibes are just through the roof. Nothing can bother you. That is something I'm non-sarcastically excited for. I'm not going there because I'm like, oh, let's. I can't wait to watch this guy play, or I, I can't. Let's get part of the atmosphere at Comerica going nuts on a Tigers win. No, fuck no. I'm not going for that. I'm going for so I can be outside, hang out, watch a little baseball. Even though they're bad, it's still fun to be in the park for a baseball game. You can. It's the perfect sport to like. You can just talk and hang out. While it's going on, you put no one's in front of you. You put your feet up on the seat in front of you. You're just plowing through peanuts. Maybe you get a Little Caesars pizza for $11. You have a few beers. You're feeling good. It's the middle of the week. It feels like the weekend. That's what I'm excited for. That's what I'm excited for. Baseball, you can say a lot of things about baseball. You know, it's a long game. It's too long. It's kind of boring. It's slow. It's not that exciting. In basketball, people are dunking. Hockey, it's so back and forth. Football, there's massive hits. Baseball, it'll always hit different. It's the perfect sport. You're in there, and it's like you're hanging out in your buddy's living room, but you're outside. You got an unbelievable view. 
That's what we're very lucky with Comerica. I feel like that adds so much to a baseball game. Like what's the where the Rays play Tropicana? You're in a dome. Like that sucks. That sucks. You're just staring at a wall. You look out in the outfield and it's just a wall. There's a roof on the place. That sucks, man. Also, baseball games. You always similar to like me always saying, "Oh, I'm here, so maybe the Tigers will they'll win today. Let me throw some money." Similar to that phenomenon, you're like, even though I've been to 500 baseball games and never come close to catching a ball, today's for sure the day I'm going to catch one. (laughs) You always have that thought in the back of your head. You're sitting in left field. You're like, dude, there's so going to be a home run hit to me tonight. I can't even tell you how much of a lock it is. You always have that feeling. There's a little bit of a jitter. Like You're around strangers, random people, which that's going to be more exciting than ever. You're just... You don't know anybody else except the people you went with. There's some pretty girls a few rows down. All your buddies are talking about, oh, she's cute. Like, we should go talk to her. Even though you all damn well know nobody's going to have the stones to approach her. Like, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You see the weird drunk guy by the bathrooms. You're like, it might be kind of funny if if I start talking to him. But also, like, that dude might have a knife on him. What do I, you know, what do I do? Should I talk to him? Should I just ignore him. We both know, again, you're going to ignore him unless he inter- or he initiates the conversation. But the thrill of like, ooh, maybe, is always there. That's what's so great about baseball. You don't need to fully pay attention. The tickets, too, also because the Tigers think are like $8. You're like, bro, I got to pay 60 bucks to go watch the 5-11 and 11 Lions. I can pay 8 bucks to go to a Tigers game. Fuck yeah, I'm in for that. Also, I've said it before. I've had a podcast. I've done maybe multiple podcasts on this topic alone. If I was running Comerica, instead of charging $10 for a beer with a losing product where no one's going anyway, have a night like Thursday nights or all the time where it's like, hey, $5 beer night. Yes. Like a Friday night, dude. If Friday nights, Comerica was like, all right. Friday nights come down instead of ten dollars for a beer. Well, there's five five dollars all game. Everybody's gonna do that. Do I want to go to Royal Oak, sit in a bar inside and pay eight bucks for a beer, or we can go sit outside and seventy two and sunny, watch some live sports, hang out, get a beautiful view of Detroit, and it's five bucks a beer. Like I'll just my friends and I, we would just go drink at Comerica. That would just be our activity. Friday night, oh, we're going to the Tigers game. It's $5 beers. Like, that would be, it's not even that would be a thing we would do here and there. That would become a, oh, it's Friday, so that means we're going to the Tigers game. Like, that becomes in the schedule anytime the Tigers are home on a Friday night. Oh, oh, the Tigers are playing. We're going there. It's $5 beer night. Like, how has that not become a thing? I don't know. I don't have the fucking Detroit Tigers finances or their... Excel sheets working working with their cost analysis in front of me. I don't have access to that stuff. But Illich family, Chris, if you're listening, like maybe something to think about. I I wouldn't mind running a fresh set of eyes over them free of charge. I don't mind doing it pro bono. Maybe sling me. Let me get a get a few guests. Like let me get Casey Mize on a podcast, and I'm down. You can't tell me. Let's say five thousand people go to the average Tigers game. You cannot tell me Friday night, $5 beer nights, there's minimum, what is Comerica called, like 40K? There's minimum 20,000 people a night on those Friday $5 beer nights. 
I promise you. And guess what? The other thing now, instead of people being like, oh, I don't want to spend 50 bucks on beers, so I'm only going to get two. Now people are like, fuck it, dude. They're $5. I'll get like five, six, seven. You get drunk. Now you buy more food. Like, I don't see how the money doesn't work. It feels like it makes so much sense that, oh my God, if they just didn't charge a completely absurd price for beers, you would make so much money on those nights. It's one thing if the Tigers are in the A, like the 2010s, if the Tigers are, you know, in the pennant race every year and 30,000 people are going to go every game because they're good. That's a different thing because people are going to go anyway and buy beer anyway. So sure, charge 10 bucks. But times like now where the team's awful, you can't get 10,000 people into the ballpark on a Friday night. Dude, you cannot convince me that $5 beer night doesn't make sense. You can't convince me at least 20,000 people would be downtown every single Friday drinking the house clean. You can't convince me of it. And I know you're selling beers for five. You're selling Coors Light for five bucks. I know sure as fuck you're still making a profit. I know for a fact you're making a profit. And then more roasted almonds, some drunk peanuts, maybe a couple more sets of nachos. You get a little drunk, your one buddy's like, hey, what'd you used to throw in high school? All of a sudden, you're paying $3 to throw your arm out and top out at 64 miles an hour. It makes so much sense. The more I talk about it and I'm listening to myself, the more I'm astonished that I'm working in engineering and not as head of like marketing and sales for a major league team. It, Bro, if you're a rebuilding team, how the fuck is that not a, a once-a-week deal? Not, it doesn't even need to, like, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night. $5 beer night. I You would make so much money. My friends and I, we've literally, off the record, had this conversation where we're like, dude, if you could go downtown and go to the Tigers, get, pay $10 for a ticket, and you could drink, you could get five beers for $25 instead of 50 We every fucking Friday, it would be, we're going to the Tigers game. You get the environment. You get to be downtown. You'll probably go out to the bars afterwards. Like, it is so perfect in every single facet of the idea. I don't understand how or why they don't do it. Unless unless you're the Yankees or the Dodgers where you're going to be good every year and you're going to sell out every game anyways. If you're a team who's struggling to get fans in, dog, how are you not doing that? Honestly, goes for all the teams. No one's going to Wings games right now. No one's going to Pistons games. Uh, like, pre-pandemic, I'm saying. Because the team stink. You're barely selling half the stadium. You can't do one night a week for that? Then all of a sudden, maybe you draw some people in. 20,000, 30,000 people show up to the game that night. The Pistons or the Red Wings or the Tigers win in miraculous fashion. And the crowd's kind of like, the atmosphere's lively. It feels like a winning atmosphere. Feels like back when the Tigers were good. All of a sudden, that person goes, oh, we should go to more Tigers games. That was fun. And I'm not even just talking about the beer. Like, I just like the crowd was fun. I, it was cool watching them win in, like, dramatic fashion. Let's go to more Tigers games. Every every facet, it makes sense. I don't understand how that's not part of the deal. But one day, one day, baseball teams will get in contact with me and we'll make it happen. One day. Just, it hasn't happened yet, but it's on its way. Anyways, it is opening day. The Tigers are back. You know. It's, it's nice too. like, I don't mind, even though they're bad, 
them being bad is always going to make it really, really tough to say, all right, I'm going to sit down one inning through nine and watch the Tigers. But it is fun that on a Thursday night now, you're just sitting around, you got 30 minutes to kill. All right, I'll watch a couple innings of the Tigers game. Or your buddies are, you and your buddies are doing something else. All right, let's just throw the Tigers game on in the background, right? Like, it is nice that you kind of got something fun to throw on in the background, but I don't know, man. It's tough for me to come on and be like, what? yeah, I can't wait. Let's talk about this player and that player. There's no one to talk about. Mize and Scooball, like, we'll see. They weren't great last year, so it's like play it by ear. I don't know. It's opening day. Tigers are back. Baseball city. Have a few beers and watch the game, I guess. That's all I got tonight. Tomorrow we got a guest on. Still not certain what we'll talk about, but tune in. It'll be fun. I always like having guests. I haven't had a guest on in so fucking long. It's been a one-man show for some time now. Um, But I'm actually looking forward to it. It'll be a good time. Appreciate everyone listening. As always, on Twitter, at NickSecondString. Instagram, at the period second period string. The second string Detroit at gmail.com. Appreciate you guys listening. Love you guys. Hey, the listenership's been going up lately. I appreciate everyone spreading the word, telling their friends, sharing, all that good stuff. It means a lot. It's the only way I'm going to grow. So we're just starting. We're in the baby phases. We've got a long way to go. So I really do appreciate everyone helping me out. Um, that's all I got. Have a good day. Enjoy your evening. Maybe have a glass of vino to settle in. It's Thursday. You almost made it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you.